0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 257. Today we're going to be talking about how decision fatigue can impact your finances. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. so today i wanted to talk about decision fatigue and how it can have an impact on your finances so i'm sure most of you have heard of decision fatigue it's that feeling that we get when we just cannot make another decision it's when you're so worn out from having to make too many choices in a certain amount of time that you just feel like you cannot make another decision um, today it's just overwhelming so Decision fatigue can sometimes make you feel like you just are so tired you don't want to have to think about anything at all. And this is because we have a limited amount of mental energy available to make decisions each day. Just like our body gets tired out. Our brains also get tired out when we have used up that energy without enough time to recharge ourselves So when we're faced with too many decisions, we can get to the point that we just can't make another decision Or if we do keep pushing ourselves We might wind up making poor decisions because we're just too tired um, to really think clearly so decision fatigue it can impact many areas of your life um, but today I'm gonna to go over some of the ways it can impact your finances and what you can do to limit the impact. So one example I have is um, like to kind of really um, think about what decision fatigue is and how you might feel um, is buying a car. And I know this isn't something we do often, but it kind of just gives you that like um, picture of what when you're getting to that decision fatigue point. Um, so I'm sure that you know, you've know you all been in that situation, when, or most of us have been anyway, when you go to a car dealership because you need to get a new car, a new car, a used car, you know, whatever. You need to purchase a car. So probably when you get there, you're like ready to make the decision. You might have in mind what you're gonna get. You might even be going there to purchase a specific car so you don't even have to think that much once you're there. Um, you might have to look through other cars and figure out what you want. You have a budget set in mind. But by the end of that long process, whatever energy you had at the beginning on knowing exactly what you wanted or knowing exactly what your price range was, that all kind of starts to fade. Like that energy and that like confidence in knowing exactly what you want, exactly what you want to spend, um, it starts to go like diminish because you start feeling mentally exhausted. And that's when they start trying to offer you if you were buying a new car which honestly I've never done but I would imagine if you were buying a new car they're gonna um maybe try and get you to add different upgrades or you know options to the car extra services things like that that you maybe had thought earlier on you weren't going to go for because maybe you couldn't afford them but now that you've been there for hours and you're tired out and you're just like you know what just give me whatever I just want to get out of here and they do the same thing with um the car warranties. They always do that, like the very last thing after you're about to wrap up, they put you in that room with the guy that's got all the warranty information, like extended warranties. And um, while that's a choice, you obviously, everyone can decide if those are right for them. The point is that you're you're in that room after you've gone through this long decision-making process and you've been there for a while, you're tired out, and you might just kind of say, you know what, just, sure, I'll take it, just because of the fact that you're too tired to really think anymore. And you might not even fully grasp all of the options um, that they're offering you because you're just too tired to think. So it's decision fatigue is that situation where you've made so many decisions already through the day and you're just mentally exhausted and you just can't um, bear to make another one. So you either won't make a decision or you'll make the wrong decision so um, another more like everyday type example is like ordering takeout or going to a restaurant when you didn't plan to i'm sure most of us have been in that situation where we spent money on ordering takeout or going to a restaurant to eat just because you didn't have the mental energy to decide what to cook for dinner sometimes you have one of those days where you're just literally too busy and you just don't have the time to cook um, but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about A regular day where you have the time to cook, you have ingredients available, but you're just too drained to even think about what you might be able to cook with what you have on hand. So you just pull out a takeout menu and just tell everyone, get whatever they want. I don't care. I'm exhausted. And you might even end end up ordering more expensive food than you even had to, just because you don't even want to have to think about like who might have a pizza special that night or who might have other... some some other type of promotion, you know, when you just kind of say, sure, whatever, get whatever you want. I don't care. We just need to get food. And it's just kind of that mindset of not even wanting to think about even the smallest thing. And while, you know, this might not have much of an impact if it rarely happens, but it could definitely have an impact on your finances if it happens more frequently and if it's not in your budget or if you're trying to save that money to meet another goal. So some things you can try to do to limit um, decision fatigue in your life, like in your everyday life, is to really try to limit the decisions you have to make each day. So really try and think about what are the things you have to make decisions on on a daily basis and see if there's any way to make those decisions easier for yourself. So Obviously, there's going to be things that are going to come up that you have no control over, and you're going to have to make decisions on things no matter what that you weren't planning. But there are certain things that you make decisions on every single day that you might not even think about. Um, that you are think about the fact that you're making decisions on these things. When you get up, what are you going to do first? Um, you know, do you um, brush your teeth first? Do you get in the shower first? Like all of these little things are little decisions that you, what shoes are you going to wear? What socks are you going to wear? Like all of these things throughout the day are decisions. So if you can really think about what some of those decisions are that you make throughout the day, even though these are not financial decisions, they still use up mental energy and that's what you need to conserve so that you're prepared for when you do need to make decisions that impact your finances. When you're mentally drained from all these other things in life, whether they're financial things or not, you can end up making poor financial decisions because you're just too tired out to really think or care anymore about what your choices are, and then you might regret that later. Um, so one thing, um, which of course I talk about a lot, but one thing you can do to try and eliminate some decisions is meal planning. Um, maybe find a new meal planning method that makes it easier for you to to uh, meal plan More simply, maybe you're overthinking it or you're not doing it at all. Even just putting together some type of meal plan to lessen that need to figure out in the morning if you need to defrost something for the evening. And if you don't do that when you come home, then trying to figure out okay, I've got nothing out. What are we going to do for food tonight? Um, Just having some type of meal plan in place can take that one little thing away and that's often something that causes us a lot of time and energy because we need to eat every day no matter what. So having some type of simple meal plan together or even if it's just a a rough um, idea scattered throughout the week that you can just kind of pick and choose from a list of meals you might want to make that week even if it's not specific to that day. Having some structure in place will really um, make a difference on your day because you won't have to think about what you're gonna eat each day when you get up, what you're gonna have for dinner that night. Um, Household chores and slash cleaning schedules. Consider um, seeing if you can create a schedule um, identifying which household chores will be done which day of the week um, and maybe what time. This is one area that I've always struggled with over the years and the methods that have helped me most are the ones that kind of tell me when and what to clean on a given day. Like I don't want to have to look at a list of tasks and think about, well, am I going to do the bathroom or am I going to do the kitchen floor or am I going to do the fridge? Like I just want to be like, okay, it's Wednesday, I'm doing the bathroom and I go do it. I don't want to spend time thinking about which one of those tasks on this enormous list I'm going to work on that day. So that's something that's Um, can be helpful um, because it has to get done and even if you do have um, a cleaning person unless you have like a live-in maid i think most of us have some cleaning that we have to do or at least preparing for um if we do have someone coming to help you still have to prep for that person to come we had a a cleaning um, company that would come in every two weeks when our kids were younger and um i honestly almost felt it more stressful then because we would have to go crazy the day before making sure everything was put away and everything was like perfectly ready for them to come in and clean. So no matter what your situation is, you probably likely have some cleaning or maintenance tasks that you have to do. And those all take thought in figuring out when you're going to do them. So if you can get that more on a schedule, that can definitely help you with limiting those decisions. Um, thinking about having a more minimal wardrobe, and I don't mean like like a, a true minimalist Wardrobe where you just have like, you know, a a small handful of certain things and they all have to mix and match Um, I'm just talking about scaling back your wardrobe more so that you don't have those things anymore that you Kind of think you would like to wear but you never actually do wear and you just get down to the clothing items that you actually like to wear and are comfortable so that when you go to pick your clothes in the morning to get dressed, you're not pushing all those things out of the way that you never wear to get to what you like or to try and figure out what you're going to wear. You, you want to try and get as close to the point where you can open up your drawer and pretty much whatever you see in there is something you like to wear. You could just grab it and put it on. So I actually have a... Um, A separate episode on this like that. I did a while ago. I think I honestly don't even remember where I did it But it's had a really big impact on my life and it definitely has made things easier um one in obviously knowing what I want to wear each day, but two also when I am out shopping I no longer really have to search through a lot of different clothes And try to make a decision on what I should buy if I do need more because i've kind of identified now very specific um like things that I like to wear how they feel what the cut is like I've kind of really worked on defining what those things are so that I can make sure that when I'm purchasing new clothes I'm purchasing the types of clothes that I like to wear um, and make sure that that's what I um, I stick with that so that I don't end up with a wardrobe again that I look at things and push them out of the side uh, push them to the side because I know I'm not going to want to wear them Um, automatic savings so by setting up automatic deposits to your savings and or your investment accounts it eliminates the need to decide when or where you want to put that money you don't want to have to think about um, where you're gonna put that money each time um, a budget period comes up you want to just have it automatically go there and that way you know it's there you don't have to go on and do transfers and things like that you just have it you decide once Um, how much and where it's going and then just set it up and let it go on its own. Um, In a a previous episode, and it might have been, I forget, it might have been last week, I forget, it might have been last week's episode, but I had mentioned um, I recently came up with like an allocation of where like extra money should go if there was any like kind of found money in the budget, you know, maybe we got a little bonus or maybe we got more of a tax refund than we expected or maybe um, something that we budgeted for wound up costing less. So we had like a little bit of extra money. I wound up coming up with like an allocation um, of where that would go. Because anytime we had a little bit of extra money, whether it was $10 or $100 or whatever it was, I would sit there and stress and think, what should I do with this money? Because I didn't want to just like let it get spent on whatever. I wanted to have a purpose for it. So I sat one day and I thought about like what our priorities were, and I came up with a little allocation. Um, like 40 percent would go to this, 10 percent would go to this. I don't remember off the top of my head what those are. and I don't remember the exact example that I gave in that episode. I think it was last week. but um, it was just the idea of having a breakdown of 100% and it was like 40% goes to this, 10% goes to this, 30% goes to that, whatever, so that anytime any extra money came up in the budget, I have a little spreadsheet and I type in the dollar amount and it tells me how much is going to each thing and I just put it there and I don't have to sit there and remake that decision over and over again, which is what I used to do before. Whenever there'd be a little bit of extra money, I would sit there and I would decide each time where is this money going to go? How do we want to allocate it? And it took a lot of energy to do that. And I'd always second guess if I was making the right decision. Now I have, it, I have it in place. I have a little allocation. We can always change that in the future if we decide that's not how we want it to go anymore. But right now I've made the decision once and I just am able to use it. And I don't have to make that decision every single time. I might have a little bit of money um, available you know, to put towards something else. Block scheduling. Um, block scheduling. I know I've done at least one, maybe two episodes on this, but block scheduling is a method of managing your time. Um, and with block scheduling, what you do is you break down your day into time slots, and then you decide what you're going to work on during each of those time slot time slots. So. It helps keep you focused on what's most important for the day, and it eliminates that need to constantly review your to-do list to decide what you're gonna work on next. You you create your block schedule for the day in advance when your mind is fresh and you say, okay, I'm gonna work on this during this time slot, I'm gonna work on this at this time, I'm gonna have a break at this time, we're gonna cook at this time, and you kinda really lay out your day once, and then you just look at your schedule and say, okay, I finished this, um, or this time block is over, now I'm gonna go move on and work on this task. So it just, it helps um, eliminate that need to constantly um, look at your to-do list every time you finish something and have to rethink through again, okay, what's most important um, to do next? You've already done that once and then you're planned out for the whole day. And say your block schedule might have a time for reviewing your budget. That might get pushed aside. Otherwise, if you didn't have your time Um, planned out for the day. So it really helps you prioritize the things that you need to get done in any given day and eliminates some of that decision fatigue in trying to keep rethinking all throughout the day what it is you need to work on or what you're going to do next. Another tip is to try to make important decisions earlier in the day. Um, When you're planning out your day, try to keep the more mentally draining tasks earlier in the day when you've not yet had to make a lot of decisions and then try and keep like the lighter um, tasks that don't require as much thought for later on in the day when you're going to likely be getting tired out. Because if you can kind of plan that out in advance, it'll just set you up for a better um, day to kind of be able to do that when you're, um, you know, when your mind is fresh. So Most importantly um, just really kind of recognizing decision fatigue and how it can impact you Um, You know try and recognize when you're getting to that point where you just feel like you can't make any more decisions and rather than trying to keep pushing yourself realize that you need a break and try and save any more big decisions that you're gonna have for the next morning or after you're able to give yourself a decent rest period and get that energy back um, decision fatigue impacts your willpower, which can definitely have an impact on our finances. And by allowing us, by um, when when our willpower is impacted, it allows us to make poor choices that might go against what we really want. So just by being more mindful and planning your life in a way that you can try and limit the amount of decisions you have to make each day, you will be able to make better financial choices and just other choices in your life in general. So that's all I have to say about this today. I hope this episode was helpful to you. Um, don't forget, you can email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. You can find blog posts for each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash Frugal Life. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I can see you're listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. Um, those ratings and reviews are what boost the um, search in the the, um, the show in search results when people are looking for this type of podcast so that would be really awesome if you could do that. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a really awesome day. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it's professional counseling done securely online there is a broad range of expertise available which may not be available to you locally the service is available for clients worldwide you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola.